Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm Dustin Roberts, the Outreach Minister here on staff, and for the next half hour, I'll also be your host as Rabbi Schneider continues our study on the prayers that resonate with God. There's a famous saying which goes, folks are about as content as they make up their minds to be. And today, we'll discover the dangers of holding on to our preconceived notions. This message is a study on the life of Jacob from the book of Genesis. And we're going to see how God changed this master manipulator into a man who sought the loving kindness of not only the Lord, but even of his brother Esau too. Now here is Rabbi Schneider. You know, David said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We're looking in scripture at the prayers of the patriarchs right now, and we're seeing what they prayed and seeing how God responded. And this gives us great confidence because when we see the prayers of the writers of scripture and how their prayers moved God's heart and how God answered those prayers, it gives us greater confidence to know when we're praying similar type of prayers, the Lord is both hearing and answering these prayers when we're praying from the heart, beloved, in the spirit of God. First John chapter five, verse 14. Hear what John said there. He said, this is the confidence that we have, that if we ask him anything according to his will, he hears us and the prayers that we ask, he's granted. And so when we're asking God for the things that he desires for us, we can be assured, beloved, that he is going to answer those prayers. Jesus said, you have not because you ask not. There's a balance between praying and asking for something and then also taking a faith a step further by confessing those things that we're asking for. And sometimes we can make the mistake of just presuming upon God, just declaring things that we say we're possessing without asking him first. This can be presumption because Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. We have to start out in a posture of humility. We have to start out asking. Jesus said, ask me that your joy might be made full. But once we ask, and we know that we've asked him according to his will, then God wants us to take that next step of faith and confess that we have those things that we've asked for, and we thank him that we are in possession of those things. You see, Jesus said, if we ask the Lord for something, believing that we have received it, then the things that we asked for He said, we can be assured that we'll have. And how do we receive it, beloved? We receive it first in the spirit. See, the Bible says, eye is not seen and ear is not heard and never has it even entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. He said, but these things are revealed to us, given to us by the spirit. And so when we ask for something in prayer, knowing that we've prayed in God's will. Now we need to believe that we've received it. And the place that we receive it first, beloved, get it, is in the spirit. 
And once you know that you have it in your spirit and declare it by faith, what's going to happen is it's only a matter of time before what you've received in the spirit materializes in your outer world. But first, we need to be convinced, beloved, that we've received it in the spirit. Hold to that, that we've received it. And as we do, we're going to see God is going to manifest it in our life and in the material world. And so let's look at those things that we can have confidence in that we've received. I'm moving on to the next prayer that I want to examine from the book of Genesis, chapter number 32. Hear the word of God as I read now Genesis chapter 32, verse number 9 through 12. We're focusing on the need to pray for and to believe God for deliverance. Hear God's word. Jacob said, O God of Abraham and God of my father Isaac, O Lord who said to me, return to your country and to your relatives and I will prosper you. I am unworthy of all the loving kindness and of all the faithfulness which you have shown to me, your servant. For with my staff only I crossed this Jordan, and now I've become two companies. And then he prayed, deliver me, I pray, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him. And he will come and attack me and the mothers with the children. For you said, I will surely prosper you and make your descendants as the sand of the sea which is too great to be numbered. This is an awesome prayer. Let's take it apart just a little bit at a time and know how much God not only loves us, but relates to us as human beings. You know, Jesus himself was God clothed in humanity. And the Bible says that Jesus is able to empathize with us because he himself lived life as a man. He himself took the same journey that we're taking, walking through this world, having to put shoes on his feet every day. So Jesus understands as human beings our needs. And he wants to minister to you and help you and supply all your needs. But we have to ask him. Jesus said, you have not because you ask not. So let's examine the life of Jacob. By the way, we know that Jacob's name was changed to Israel. Okay, and and Israel became the father of the 12 tribes of Israel. And as a believer in Jesus, you've been grafted in, the Bible tells us in the book of Ephesians, to the commonwealth of Israel. And so the same favor that was upon Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, that same favor, beloved one, is upon you. You can trust God to give you the same favor and the same provision that he gave Jacob. Be confident in that today. God loves you just like he loved Jacob. Let's take it apart now, concept by concept. Jacob begins here once again. He said, oh God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac. He said, oh Lord, who said to me, return to your country and to your relatives and I will prosper you. Notice here that God loved Jacob and God said to Jacob, I'm going to prosper you, first of all. I want you to see that. Do you know, when all we hear about is prosperity and we're not hearing about sin and we're not hearing about repentance, we're not hearing the full gospel. We're not hearing the true gospel because the true gospel begins with repentance. Jesus said when he began his ministry, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent means to turn away from ourselves, to turn away from living without moral boundaries, to seek him first and to do his will first. That's what repentance means. The true gospel begins with repentance. And without it, it's not the gospel. But I want you to know, beloved ones, God also desires to prosper you. And some people have rejected the prosperity gospel because of some of what they consider to be the extremes at times. But I want you to know, beloved, 
Even though any truth taken to the extreme becomes heresy, let's not throw out the baby with the bathwater. God desires to prosper you. Jesus said, I have come to give life and to give it more abundantly. And John wrote in his letter, Beloved, above all things, I pray that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. I want you to know God wants to bless you. You don't have to be afraid or ashamed of asking God to bless you and to prosper you. God wants to give you increase. God wants you to have enough to give other people. God wants you to walk in blessing. He wants you to be a sign and a wonder. God wants you to be happy. Jesus anointed with the oil of gladness. And Jacob, who's one of the patriarchs of our faith, right? Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, right? Through whom Jesus came. Jacob walked, beloved, in prosperity. Listen again. He said, oh God, you're the one that told me to return to my country and to my relatives and that you would prosper me. And so I want you to first of all know that you can ask God to bless you. You can ask God to prosper you. God desires, beloved, to bless his children. If you have children today and you're a healthy adult, you know that you wanna bless your children. You wanna see them happy. You wanna see them have the desires of their heart. You wanna give them good gifts. God wants that for you even more so. Jesus said, if you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, he said, how much more does the Heavenly Father give good gifts to those that ask? So let's understand right now, we can ask God to bless us. We can ask God to prosper us. Jesus taught it. Jacob modeled it. And John taught it when he said, above all else, I pray that you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back. But first, did you know that you can receive real-time encouragement straight from Rabbi through text message? Visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com and click on the link that says Rabbi Text Me, or you can text the keyword Rabbi to the number 88777. Rabbi sends these special text messages as the Holy Spirit leads, and he looks forward to connecting with you real soon. Thank you for remembering that Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a listener-supported ministry. Rabbi Schneider's teachings are made possible through the generous gifts from people like you, who understand the importance of sharing the good news of Jesus' return. Because of you, we are changing lives all over the world. Give online by visiting discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. And now let's get back to rabbi's message. So let's continue on. Jacob continues on there in verse 10. He says this, I am unworthy of all the loving kindness and of all the faithfulness which you have shown your servant. Notice here, you can thank God and ask him for loving kindness and faithfulness. He's faithful to you, but you know what? We want to depend on him for that, not just assume it. He is faithful even when we're faithless, but God doesn't want us to presume. He wants us to ask, beloved, and then confess in confidence. Let's continue on. He said, you have shown me your servant. And he said, when I crossed the Jordan, he said, I only had my staff with me. So what Jacob is saying here is that when he left to follow the Lord, when he crossed the Jordan, he said, he didn't have anything. He had nothing, but how God blessed him and how he became so rich in the Lord just from following God. So he's remembering all that God had done for him. 
But now he's in a place in his journey, beloved ones, as we continue, that he really needs assurance because he's afraid. And he prays to God about his fear. He's afraid of being attacked by his brother Esau. And so he's coming to God now, pouring out his heart to God in prayer. Number one, listen, being honest with God about his fear, talking to God about his fear. Isn't that a beautiful thing? That Jacob had the type of relationship with God that he could talk to God about his fear just as he would talk about his fear to a friend. And after telling God that he's afraid, knowing God is merciful to him, knowing that his God is a gentle God, knowing that his father loved him, he then asked for provision and protection and deliverance from Esau. Let's listen once again. He says here, I am unworthy of all the loving kindness and of all the faithfulness which you have shown to your servant. For with my staff only I crossed this Jordan and now I've become two companies. In other words, he's talking about how big he had become. He, he'd been multiplied so much in the Lord, such favor, such abundance, such blessing on him. But now he prayed this in verse 11. He said, deliver me, I pray, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him that he will come and attack me and the mothers with the children. For you said, and he's reminding God, I will surely prosper you and make your descendants as the sand of the sea, which is too great to be numbered. So think about what's happening here. Jacob is comfortable enough with God. He's intimate enough with God that he knows God, listen now, as an intimate friend as the lover of his soul, that he could cast his burden upon the Lord, that he could cast his burden upon his father. Just like John at the Passover Seder in the Gospel of John, we read how John the Apostle, the one he described as the one whom Jesus loved, how John leaned his head on Jesus's bosom. Think about how close and how safe John must have felt in his relationship with Jesus to lean his head on Jesus' bosom. Think about that. And in the same way, God wants you to know that he loves you. And he wants you to feel just as intimate with him as Jacob does here in the book of Genesis. And as John did, leaning his head on Jesus' bosom at the Last Supper. You can share your heart with God. You can tell him when you're afraid. Talk to him about what you're worried about. Talk to him about your fears, but don't just leave it there. Ask him for protection and then be confident, beloved, that he's going to protect you, that his goodness goes with you, that he's a shield of protection around you, and that he's going to keep you safe to the end of your life. Jacob, after he shares with the father that he's afraid, the next thing that Jacob does is he said, Lord, deliver me from Esau, for I'm afraid that he's going to attack me. And so I want you to know, maybe there's something in your life that you feel you need deliverance from. I want you to know that Jesus is a delivering God, that even as Father God broke in to deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt, even as Jesus came to set the captives free, to bring deliverance to the captives, I want you to know that our God is still a wonderful, miracle-working God today who grants deliverance. Maybe you can think of a time in your life or times in your life where you've already seen God deliver you. 
I think of all the times in my life where the Father has delivered me. He saved me from going dangerous places that I shouldn't have gone, from making decisions which would have been disastrous, and from rescuing me and protecting me from demonic attack, which sometimes even manifested through human beings. He's real, beloved. And you know what? He wants to be individually your God. In other words, he doesn't want you just to know him as the one that delivered Jacob from Esau, like we read about today. He wants you to know him individually and personally as the God that's delivering and will deliver you. So we're going to get down on our knees right now. If there's something in your life that you need deliverance from, maybe you're in financial debt. Maybe you're going through a health crisis. Maybe you're in the midst of a legal battle. Maybe you're in the midst, beloved, of something going on at work that you feel is unjust. Whatever it is, a relational issue, a financial issue, some type of legal issue, let's ask God to be our deliverer. First of all, let's confess to him our need and let's humble ourselves before him and confess to him any sin that we might have done that has put us in the situation. Then let's ask him for forgiveness and for deliverance. I'm gonna ask you to repeat after me because the goal of my message is to bring you to God. I want you to connect directly with him. Father God, King Jesus, thank you that you love me. And I come to you today with bended knee, thanking you for who you are to me, that you're the God of love and the God of forgiveness. And I ask you now to forgive me for my sin, to cleanse me and forgive me of my pride. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to cleanse me and forgive me for any sin that I might have done that has put me today in this predicament. Thank you, Jesus, that through your blood, I become white as snow. And now I ask you to deliver me today, to turn the tables on my enemies, even as you delivered Jacob from his brother, even as you delivered Israel out of Egypt, Father, I ask you to deliver me today. And now I just want you to tell him, beloved one, what it is that you're asking him to deliver you from. Be very specific with him. Tell him exactly what you're asking him to deliver you from. Father God, I wanna thank you today that you're alive today and that you're here with me today, that you are the delivering God. I wanna thank you, Father God, for your deliverance. I wanna thank you for your faithfulness to me. I wanna thank you that you're my triumphant God. I wanna thank you, Father, that your banner over me is love, that you are Yahweh Nisi. I wanna thank you, Father God, that you have given me victory. I wanna thank you, Father God, that I am more than a conqueror through all these things, that neither death nor life, things past, things present, or things to come can ever separate me from the love of God, but yea, I am more than a conqueror in all these things. I wanna thank you today, Father God, that you are my deliverer, that I have victory in Jesus. You are a great God. I praise you today, Yahweh, and I wanna say, Jesus, that I love you, that you are my king, and by your grace, I'll be faithful to you for the rest of my life. Hail, King Jesus.
You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and a message by Rabbi Schneider titled Loving Kindness. To learn more about this ministry, be sure to connect with us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out the variety of resources and study guides that we've made available to you. We've created these tools because part of our mission is to call all believers, no matter where you live, into a deeper relationship with Father God through Yeshua, our Messiah. We'd also love for you to help us expand God's kingdom to every country across the world so many more people can come into a relationship with Him too. Now let's hear from Rabbi Schneider once again on how you can financially help us reach that goal. I've always liked a very simple approach to ministry in both my preaching and beloved ones in helping God's people understand why it's important to support ministry with our finances. I'm reading a very simple portion of scripture I've referred to before, but I love it because it's so simple and so authentic. Listen to what John says in the book of 3 John, verse 7 and 8. Speaking of those that are sent out to preach the gospel, he says this, for they went out for the sake of the name, And then he continues in the eighth verse by saying this, therefore, we ought to support such men so that we may be fellow workers with the truth. You see, not everybody's called to do what I do. Not everyone's called to travel to Africa, Israel, etc. But you can have a part in the lives that are being changed through my ministry, beloved ones, by supporting this ministry. I wanna ask you, if you believe in the word that I'm preaching, if you believe in me, If you believe that there is authentic fruit and if you're being helped, I wanna ask you to support this ministry financially. You're gonna be blessed and have a reward for the lives that are being saved and changed. You can give a financial gift of any amount when you call 800-777-7835 or by visiting discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And as a token of our appreciation for your financial gift, we'll send you our most recent newsletter that's filled with loads of special insights and crusade updates. We'll also send you Rabbi Schneider's message of the month that's available as a free digital download. And you know, we hear stories about God leading people into a place of redemption and loving kindness all of the time. So I want to share one with you that I think is so personal and touching that we received from a listener just like you. Don't stop giving us the word. You bring it across in a powerful and understandable way and... God is touching my heart in ways I didn't expect. One night as I was folding laundry, I heard Jesus speaking through you, wooing me back into his arms after years of struggling. It so affected me that I found myself sobbing on the floor, relieved to feel his love for me. We all need to hear what you're preaching. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks so much for reaching out. We love hearing your stories, and if you'd like to connect with us today, you can leave us a note at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or by writing to us at P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan 49228. And then don't forget, Hanukkah begins next week at sunset on December the 7th and ends December the 15th at nightfall. And if you want to learn more about this fun-filled holiday that Jesus celebrated, visit us online. And right now, let's wrap up today's message with a special blessing. Here is Rabbi Schneider. In the Old Testament book of Numbers, we find a blessing God speaks over his children through Moses and Aaron. It carries the idea of favor and expression. Open your heart to the Spirit and the Word today and receive Father's goodness into your life with confidence.
shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. If you'd like more information about Discovering the Jewish Jesus, visit our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're there, let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider shares more prayers that resonate with God. That's Tuesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.